Hey, welcome back to Season 3 of Pigeon Hockey, a participating member of the Hockey Podcast Network. This is Chris and today's co-host, Sam. Good morning, hockey fans. And you know us, we don't claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So how goes life, Sam? Things are going pretty good. I'm uh, spending time with my family these past few days and played a little golf, saw some movies, ate some good food, went to the Giants baseball game yesterday, and they won. So that was very exciting. And uh, so things are going pretty good. How are you, Chris? Uh, We're doing good. We've had a lot of changes in the podcast recently. So we had our most recent podcast with the Bakersfield Roughnecks. And uh, we have just recently joined a new podcast network. So I kind of have to shift some some stuff around there. But uh, I should have probably loaded the the Roughnecks episode on a different platform. (laughs) But But it's a learning game. Yes, it's exciting. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. We joined the Hockey Podcast Network, uh, as, as you listeners heard here in the beginning. And uh, they're a massive podcast network, and it, it allows us to have resources that we haven't had in the past. In fact, you and I are recording on a new resource. So there's a lot of changes coming up to the podcast now. We've, we've been gaining traction over the last couple of years, and we, we're continuing to grow. And that's all thanks to you listeners out there. We're over 13,000 downloads now. And uh, we just we just keep tracking and you know, we get a lot of you parents and, and players and coaches and scouts that reach out. And uh, it, it's it's shown because the podcast just keeps getting bigger and our, our availability to get attention on these junior hockey players is, is growing with uh, with every download that we get with every contact that reaches out. So. It's exciting that the, the hockey podcast network, man, it's, it's cool. They got a lot of, um, I think we're one of, I think we might be at the moment, uh, their only junior hockey podcast. I think there might be another one joining maybe in the future, but I, as far as I'm aware and guys, I'm sorry if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure we're their only junior hockey podcast. And so, yeah, it's a lot of NHL hockey podcasts. So if you have a favorite team out there, you probably want to check out the Hockey Podcast Network and, and, and you might have a podcast out there that fits your team. And like for me, I'm a big Buffalo Sabres fan. So I listen to Buffalo Sabres podcasts and that's been painful for the last 11 or 12 years. But um, just angry fans like me <laughs> sharing their angry feelings. And so, uh, but it's good because that's, you know, that's what I'm passionate about. So uh, if you're looking for a team's podcast out there in, in the pros, definitely check out the Hockey Podcast Network. But yeah, with this comes, you know, we, we've got some great new sponsors as well. So you'll hear about them a little bit later in the podcast. But uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, we're growing big. And, and you know what else is growing? These rosters for these USPHL teams, man. They, uh, a lot of signings coming down. Yeah, there's definitely been a few teams that like we're still, you know, we're either waiting for them to finally make a move or, you know, in a case of one specific team that uh, they won't announce anything until the day before. The season. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no. Team at you, Utah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but either way, yeah, just really quick. Congratulations to you uh, on growing this and, uh, you know, everybody who's been there since the beginning. So um, it's very cool to be a part of and glad to see that, you know, like you said, you've gained some traction and some some notice and you know 13,000 downloads that is a lot that is a big number <laughs> yeah thank you and it, yeah it's it, and it's thanks to you and another co-host I mean Sebastian and Steve uh have basically and Ben have been here since the beginning I, I mentioned Ben late there because Ben hasn't been on in a while because he's had a very it's, it's been incredibly busy life for him recently not only getting married but 
you know, moving back across the country, leaving the West Coast for the East Coast here in likely about a week or two. So he's had a lot going on. Uh, yeah. Sebastian's on a lot, but, you know, he just had a baby and he took the head coaching position. Now he's an assistant coach in the CCHL. So up there in the tier two, Steve had to take a leave of absence from the podcast for over a year. He helped me start it, but he was able to come back this summer. And then we have, of course, you, Sam, and we have Michelle and Stefan and Brendan and, yeah. and, and Heath. And so it's about people's availability and it really the podcast wouldn't really be doable without you guys otherwise i would just be talking into the endless space and hopefully have a guest (laughs) and so it's good to have that back and forth and uh and allow for everyone to be a part of it when it fits their schedule and so um no i want to thank you sam and all the other hosts because uh you know without you guys it would again i would i think people wouldn't be listening so much well i appreciate the the thanks there and um it's been it's been a lot of fun to be a part of and I, I look forward to being a part of it for for a while and you know it's exciting to talk about this this level of junior hockey and all these players that are you know trying to just get noticed by the next level and and succeeding for a lot of the cases so looking forward to to watching more and talking about it more going forward yeah and and, and that's what it's about getting these getting these players noticed and they put in all this hard work, and, and we mentioned Robin Benoit on the last episode uh, as we were talking with the owner of the Bakersfield Roughnecks there, Chris. And only, again, was Robin drafted by the Tier 2 Provo Predators in the NCDC, but he was then picked up by the USHL's Green Bay Gamblers. And just recently in the last couple of days, ladies and gentlemen, he was also picked up by the QMJHL. He was picked up by the Phoenix. So, I mean, wow, it, it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible to see <laughs> – the, the, the skill you have in the USPHL and where these players can go. And that's the goal of the Western USPHL tier three side. Uh, the premier is, is to move the players up to the next level. And a lot of players have been moved up to tier two um, and on the college hockey programs and, and D one and D three. And so we're probably going to start this podcast with is move into like the NCDC programs, the, the six NCDC West programs and, and talk about their new signings as as, as you took a little bit of a shot earlier, uh, the Utah outliers who never go public about anything very quickly, nothing coming out from Utah, but that said as well, nothing coming out of Pueblo and nothing new coming out of Ogden. So we're going to talk about the other three programs in the uh, NCDC West. And I'll just start with Idaho Falls and then I'll let you take on Provo and we'll kind of go back and forth. But Idaho Falls assigned uh, four new players from the last time we, we talked about the signings and we'll start in net because... Yeah, obviously goalies are the best. And they signed a 2004 goalie, Preston Carter, out of Macomb, Michigan. Very excited to see him with Idaho Falls. He's going to be playing in probably one of the sickest, not only NCDC arenas, but probably one of the sickest junior hockey arenas with the biggest fan base I've ever seen. 4,000 people strong, selling out almost every single night. Uh, welcome, Preston Carter. Uh, they also signed another blue liner, Brock Hart, a right defender, a 2003 out of Rockford, Illinois, as well as two forwards, Zateni Molnar, a left-handed forward, 2004 out of Budapest, Hungary, and Noah Bird, a right-handed forward slash defender, 2005 out of Colorado Springs, Colorado. So welcome, boys, to the Head of Vols, Bud Kings. I wonder if Molnar has any relation to the uh, Philip Molnar from um... – who was on Rock Springs last year, but I'm not 100 percent sure because I know that 
I mean, I know Slovakia and Hungary are very close to each other, so the names are probably common in the region. But I'm uh, I'm pretty comfortable saying that Molnar, who's also drafted by Provo, uh, is he's straight up, I think, out of Bratislava. It might mean they're cousins or something. Uh, it, it wouldn't be impossible in the region because, again, Slovakia and Hungary are right next to each other. I hope but, this doesn't um, make me look bad, but I might have forgotten which country Philip was from. So I, I think thought he's out of the same country, but you're you're totally right. He's from Slovakia. The other one's from Hungary. So doesn't yeah. mean they're not related. <laughs> they could have been born. Honestly, I've seen weirder things. I mean, my uh, my nieces. Um, obviously, I only have two of them, but they were born in different countries <laughs> because their parents moved. So. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're both Americans at the end of the day, but you know, they weren't both born in America. So, um, you know, they're born in different locations. So potentially maybe related the second I saw Molnar, I thought, okay, Molnar is probably his brother or something. And then I saw Budapest and I'm like, yeah, probably not. But, <laughs> um, we know Zateni or the Idaho Falls Bug Kings could reach out to us and maybe I'm even slaughtering his first name there, but it looks like Zateni. So, but, uh, yeah, let's talk about Provo, man. Yeah, so looks like a couple new signings we got going on for Provo. We'll start defense. Uh, we got Jakob Bulik. I might be saying that wrong. Uh, left-handed defenseman out of Chicago, Illinois in 04. And uh, at the forward position, a left winger slash center in 06 out of Bratislava, Slovakia. We got Adam Polenik uh, as the two new signings for uh, Provo Predators. Yeah, and then uh, I know, ladies and gentlemen, you probably if you listen to the last episode you're going to be like oh but they signed a few other guys well we talked about those guys when we had on uh the the gm of the provo predators nick dreyer so yes they did sign saint Albin ship uh chapman i was going to say chapman after the french canadian name it was going to be tyler <laughs> chapman you know what tyler that's your new name tyler chapman and then Samuel Dumas. So those three guys we already talked about on the previous episode. So we'll we'll slide away to the Rock Springs Grizzlies, the newest team in the NCDC. And they have been busy. Oh my god. Um, yeah, you're we're we're sharing a screen, ladies and gentlemen. So there's a lot of there's a lot going on here, but we're gonna start in net because again, goalies are the best. And uh, I'm probably gonna definitely slaughter some names here, boys. So feel free to reach out if I destroyed your name. But we're going to start with Merrick Erickson, a left-handed goalie out of Burnaby, British Columbia. He's a 2004. And then Micah Kawai, I assume that's how it says, another left-hander, 2005 out of Manhattan Beach, California. And then back on the blue line, we're going to start with Quinton McElliott, a left-handed defender, 2004 out of L.A., California. Jack Jimenez, the right-handed defender, 2005 out of Winnetka, Illinois. I'm going to go with Winnetka. What do you think? Winnetka? It's, it is Winnetka. I, I, I was born in Chicago, and that's one of the suburbs. Ah. So, yeah, Winnetka. Well, they, they definitely got some attachments there because I'm looking at Wakanda, Illinois, too, where Evan Samoes, another right-handed defender, 2005, comes out of. So I think I got Wakanda right. Yes? No? Maybe. I don't know that town, to be honest here. Oh, okay. <laughs> And then uh, Gavin Barnhart, uh, another defender there. We don't have any other information on him, but uh, Gavin Barnhart was also signed. And then also Landon Wharton, a left-handed defender, 2005, local boy out of Rock Springs, Wyoming. He's coming home because I think if I remember last year, I'm going to click on his link here. I think he was, he definitely wasn't playing in Rock Springs. He was playing, I think, in Anaheim. Uh, let's see here. He was playing in, he was in play, Tahoe Prep Academy. So he was playing in Tahoe. Well, he's in California. I got the state right. Um, but uh, welcome, boys, there. And also on Forge, they signed a bunch of new players as well. We'll start with the left-handed forward, 
from 2004 Brady Moore out of Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Nolan Bauscher, a right-handed forward, 2004 out of Langley, British Columbia. Colin Hazlitt, a left-handed centerman out of Inverness, Illinois. He's a 2005. J.J. Dean, a right-handed forward out of California. He's a 2004. Lucas Caulfield, a 2005 left-handed forward out of Chicago, Illinois. And then an hour before this podcast was set to record, um, I'm going to slaughter your name, Danil, but it looks like Danil Korobinikov, a right-handed forward, 2005 out of Aurora, Colorado. So welcome, boys, to the newest team in the NCDC, the Rock Springs Grizzlies. And before we shift into the USPHL Premier Tier 3 side, we want to thank today's sponsor of this podcast, DraftKings. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts, Kansas, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. Now we're going to move into the tier three level of the USPHL, the USPHL premiere. And uh, Sam, why don't you start off right with the Bellingham Blazers right there in the Northwest? Yes, sounds great. All right, so we're going to start a defense. Uh, we got a couple of new signings from Bellingham. We got Noah Starup, uh, defenseman out of Arlington, Washington in 05. And then returning to the team for, I believe, his final junior year is Keegan Clark, a left-handed defenseman out of Everett, Washington. He's in 03. Moving to the forward group, we got Owen Sutherland, a lefty forward out of, of Vancouver, British Columbia from 2005. We got Noah Lessam, a forward out of Coquillum, Washington, I think. Sorry, no, you're going to have to tell us how to pronounce your city. Co- that is a heck of a name. We got Blake Phillips, a right ringer out of Bellingham, Washington, so local boy, 2006. And we got Kiernan Ganga, a forward from Blaine, Washington, who's in 07. So this is his, he's the young kid on the team, it sounds like. Yeah, Bellingham's been busy, and uh, we're, we're excited to see who else they bring back and uh, who else they sign. But uh, they've been slowly piecing the, their team together. And I will take on the newest team, so to speak, the old Rock Springs prospectors, now the Casper Roughnecks there in the Northwest Division. And they've signed a, a handful of new players. So we'll start with uh, Andrew or Drew Pusosa. He's a Ford out of St. Louis, Missouri. He's a 2003 Zane Pickle, who last year, if I'm not incorrect, was with the Northern Colorado Eagles. I think he was a longtime Northern Colorado Eagle. Uh, but his final year of junior eligibility, he's a right-handed forward out of Cheyenne, Wyoming. Kevin Milliken, a forward, 2004 out of Cold Lake, Alberta. Dominic Dom Greismer, a right-handed forward, 2004 out of Great Falls, Montana. And then a right-handed forward, 2005, Andrew Crawford out of Seattle, Washington. Welcome, boys, to the Casper Roughnecks. 
Rogue Valley. Yeah, going to be interesting to see what Casper looks like for this upcoming season, but they've only got some forwards going on so far. Um, yeah, so far. But, uh, yeah, moving on to Rogue Valley, a team near and dear to my heart. But uh, since uh, the last time we talked about uh, who's been signing, we've got a couple new couple new players for the team um, and a couple of returning players. So starting with goalies, our boy ETA or Emile Talfer Antil. Uh, right-handed catching goalie out of Laval, Quebec, 2004, has returned to the team, as well as Bryson Snow, a lefty catching goalie out of California, who's an 06. Um, so both of those guys returning to the team. On the blue line, we got returning to the team as well. We got Shane Michael Agee, uh, who was from Ashland originally, and uh, an 05. And he's like, he played both forward and defenseman last year, but he... For most of the year, he started out as forward and then turned into defenseman because we had so many injuries. And I think that it, he really grew into that role. And so I wouldn't be surprised if um, Coach Bobby Ruddle wants to keep him there for this upcoming season. But either way, he's got he still has the ability to score some goals, get some assists, and I'm excited to have him back on the blue line. Moving up to the forward group, we got four new forwards. Um, none of these have been returning players. These are all new guys. We got. Mitchell Elliott, a center out of Mentor, Ohio, an 03. We got Nolan Wilding, a lefty forward, uh, an 07 out of Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Shout out to Steve. Uh, we got Brady Cerns, a righty forward from an 04 out of Whitecourt, Alberta. And Nicholas Moran, a forward out of Buffalo, New York. So your hometown. <laughs> yeah, a couple of our a couple of our boys signed for this podcast. So Steve gets a Gets Wilding out of Sault Ste. Marie and Nicholas Moran. I think he's out of West Seneca. Uh, I think we commented on his post from West Seneca to the West Coast. Almost filling out all four lines at this point. And, of course, you know, you'll want a few extras beyond that. But Rogue Valley starting to starting to fill out the roster, it seems like. Yeah, and it's, it's good to have that healthy group of returning players of Rogue Valley. It says a lot to the organization when they have a bunch of returning players. And we're, we're excited to talk to the ownership group. Uh, the Rogue Valley Royals here in one of the upcoming episodes. So be sure to listen out for that. I will take on the Seattle Totems. They've had just a couple signings this offseason, uh, not offseason, but this uh, the last couple months, or not late, the last couple months. <laughs> They've had a couple. Of, <laughs> I know. Oh, it's long. It's been, a, I, I've worked a lot recently. Um, <laughs> but just a, just a couple signings in the last uh, month. And so they've added. Uh, right-handed forward 2004 Justin Freeman out of Maple Valley, Washington, and then another right-handed forward 2004 Kai Williamson out of Winnipeg, Manitoba. The Let's peg. talk about Vernal, the peg out of the winter peg. <laughs> Vernal Oilers. So since we last talked, uh, we'll start from the back forward. Uh, so we got Lucas Yanisina, um, a lefty catching goalie, 2006 out of Bratislava, Slovakia. Onto the blue line, we got. Preston Laupitz, a lefty defenseman, 04 out of Kamloops, British Columbia, and a righty defenseman, Daniel Ripstein, um, an 04 out of Budapest, Hungary. And then a couple forwards as well for Vernal. They signed Brandon Consolo, a righty forward out of Ann Arbor, Michigan, who's an 04 as well. And then Cameron Zetterquist, a lefty forward out of Hayden, Idaho. And I want to say that Zetterquist was on Vernal last year correct he was yeah, yeah. i think he so joined them sure. later in the season yeah yeah i think he had some connection to rogue valley because i think that some of the guys knew him um 
that some somebody told me that. But yeah, good to see him returning to the team for this upcoming season for Vernal. Yeah, and I'm looking. I know he was there last year. Uh, yeah, he played 26 games there last year, but he came out of the CDA Hockey Academy 18U prep uh, the season before. But the hockey community is small, and a lot of these uh, a lot of these players know each other. So he's got such a hockey name. So yeah, uh, exactly. definitely remember him joining the. Uh, Definitely remember him joining the Oilers last year. Um, <laughs> and uh, now we'll move into the, the Pacific Division, and I will start with Bakersfield. And just a couple new additions since the last time we uh, we talked about Bakersfield, and they added Max Sutton from uh, Tehachapi. It looks yeah, like we'll I could be that. slaughtering that. Yeah, <laughs> Tehapa, yeah Te- Tehachapi, California. He's a 2006. And then Ethan Boskus uh, out of Paliup, Washington. He's a 2004. And I think we mentioned both of these boys on um, the the episode most recently with Chris, uh, the owner there out of Bakersfield. But uh, let's talk about Fresno. All right. We got some new signings for Fresno. So we got four signings, uh, returnees coming back to Fresno. We got Ethan Jordan, a lefty catching goalie, uh, 2004 out of Arnold, Missouri. We got Kelly Coldwater, a lefty defenseman, 04 out of St. Louis, Missouri. Daniel Cuellar, a righty forward, 03 out of Guadalajara, Mexico. And Vitali Zilin, a righty forward out of Kazakhstan, from an 03 as well. So a lot of returning players for Fresno. Yeah, they've returned some really good skilled players there. All these guys were standouts. I think uh, Danny, uh, I think he represents Team Mexico uh, Vitelli Zillin was just, man, he just came on fire at one point last year. I, I think I drafted him on my fantasy team. Coldwater, unbelievable player this year or last year. I'm, I'm stunned that this year he hasn't been picked up by a tier two program. And I think as we mentioned on Instagram, uh, some tier two program is missing a blue liner because <laughs> Kelly's back in Fresno. And then, uh, and then Ethan Jordan, I mean, he really, took ownership of the net late in the season last year for Fresno and uh, not a shocker to see him back at all. Lake Tahoe also made a bunch of new signings. They have added a couple goalies, including out of the Rogue Valley Royals from last season, Caden Edstrom, 2004 out of Fair Play, Colorado. Loved seeing Edstrom last year in Rogue Valley and very excited to see him in Lake Tahoe this year, as well as Hunter Oblander out of a 2004 out of your hometown area of San Jose, California. In terms of the blue line, we've added Joey Biscup, uh, left-handed defender out of San Jose, California, and as well as right-handed defender, 2005 out of Finland, Nicholas Inkala. On the Fords, we've got about another handful of signings. We've got Justice Schillingen Borges, a left-handed forward, 2003 out of Brampton, Ontario. Leo Harris, a winger out of uh, Killingworth, England, 2003. Callum Krause, a 2005 forward out of Ithaca, Michigan. Carter Lehman, a 2005 forward out of Michigan. And... Tyler Broski, a right-handed forward, 2004 out of Medicine Hat, Alberta. I honestly, I love Broski's last name. I'm probably not saying it right, but I don't care. I'm calling him Broski. And that's also uh, a heck of a town that he's from, Medicine Hat. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah, the Medicine Hat Tigers and all that. Yeah, that's a that that's a sick jersey. You have to check that one out. But uh, let's talk about what's what's Las Vegas done, man. Oh, nothing actually. Never mind. And before we move on to the next teams, everybody. Uh, Las Vegas, San Diego, and Ontario haven't made any new signings. But uh, Sam, why don't we wrap up with what Long Beach has done? Yeah, so Long Beach, so they already had a couple of players. It looks like um, one goalie, one forward. And since we last uh, talked about this team, they've only actually they've only made one move. But 
we still count it, obviously. Uh, a lefty forward, uh, Nate Goodbranson, an 03 out of St. Andrews, Manitoba. So Long Breach still has some work to do to fill out that roster, of course. That they do. And uh, I'm excited to see where these teams go and excited to see if Vegas, Ontario, or San Diego tell us anything that's happening. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice. It would be really appreciated if they could tell us what's happening. <laughs> it, it would be. I mean, Las Vegas at least made a, a, a much needed change this offseason. They've redesigned their logo. Uh, no offense, Vegas, but that previous logo. I wasn't a fan of it at all. Uh, just There's some <laughs> logos out there I'm not a fan of. The new Vegas logo is gorgeous. Love the to me look. in the group chat. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if I've yeah. seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, just check them out on Twitter. They've done it on Twitter. They've dropped it on TikTok. They dropped it on Instagram. Um, in fact, if I could share, I might actually just share with you uh, while we're talking on this podcast, but the new Las Vegas T-Birds, I'm excited to see how this is going to translate onto a jersey yeah. i think it's it's gonna be sick and i'm gonna share this tab instead and i think you can see it now yeah wow you see yeah, that new logo look at that that's clean that's very that's nice oh my very clean it's beautiful like i was desperate for vegas being having the t-birds name and the colors they had the logo just didn't do the team justice and uh this this logo is beautiful. So any of those uh, listeners out there that are in the Vegas area, get out, support this team. They tend to play out of lifeguard in national city. I think it's national city center. I don't know the, the, the golden Knights facilities there in Vegas and uh, go Panthers. And uh, I hope that age as well, <laughs> but <laughs> it probably won't because Vegas has looked really good. Um, I tell you what though, in terms of goalie crushes me as a goalie, I love Aiden Hill. He is my style goalie. He's a fierce competitor. He's, uh, I mean, at the beginning of the season, I think it was the fourth or fifth in line for the net in Vegas. And he has just stolen that net uh, with due, obviously due to all the injuries, but it, it could have easily gone the other way, but he has just been that save alone from a couple games ago was stunning. And I will say, a couple players in the USPHL made that same exact save this year, guys. And it's going to be Fabian Pizarro, who was playing with, I think it was with not Fresno at the time. He was with Lake Tahoe, as well as I think Braden Baxter with Bellingham. Both made that same exact save. And you can see it on my highlight reels, especially when it hit the top five of both the Pacific and the Northwest divisions. They both made that same save. That save that, oh, in, they both, both Fabian and uh, and Braden have had their highlight reel uh, videos dropped by us here. So if you, if you check out our TikTok or Instagram, you'll be able to see these saves in their personal highlight videos. But uh, they haven't been featured yet on our top fives because they were both just like that save Aiden Hill made was incredible. And again, both Pizarra and Baxter made that save this year. Um, yeah, just a beautiful save and you know all the all the best to most of the golden knights players it's you know it, it's not over Vegas, by the time this drops so basically i hope so i'm hoping florida makes this a seven game series and that they raise the cup in vegas uh, i would like them to be the second cup team to not be from vegas that raises it <laughs> vegas ice uh, again no hate no hate on the 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 golden knights fans I just don't like the moves they made in the last couple of years. They went from being a team I was very happy to, you know, go to the first game ever for and, and support to being a team that I just didn't like what they were doing to yeah. how they operated, basically. I'm just not a fan of what they've done. And 
yeah. really quick, just Aiden Hill, like, you know, it's funny. He, this is the goalie, like, that he did – he was able to show this at times when he was with uh, – I almost said Phoenix. I'm in Arizona. Um, and, you know, that's why he was still seemed like as an under – undervalued commodity and you know then he went to san jose and things didn't go well for there which wasn't entirely his fault but you know just things just didn't go well and now now he's on our our rivals and thriving and it's like great this is exactly (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm really happy with this game i think he's been incredible he's been the for me the real big highlight for vegas has just been his play And I, I like his attitude. I like a goalie that's a little bit more fierce, uh, a goalie with that kind of not necessarily to the point of like Ron Hextall, Gar Snow, Billy Smith, but more towards the side of, uh, you know, guys like Steve Shields and stuff were and Felix Potman were I could see Aiden Hill in his NHL career throwing down. <laughs> I, I like the way I like how he plays, man. I really like how he plays and I'm excited for his first ever goalie fight because it's going to happen. A good goalie fight is just something we need now and then. It's it's good for the soul. Yeah, so, it's fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun to watch. It, it's been exciting to see all the new signings so far this offseason and to see where the NHL playoffs are taking us. And hopefully it's not over by the time your listeners hear this. But it is. we're recording this on Monday, June 12th. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see, see where, where <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it's not over. Hopefully Florida's put up that valiant fight. And uh, yeah, it's it's been an exciting series. All I can say is the best team will will raise the cup. But uh, we want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to reach out if you're in the junior or collegiate hockey world and wish to get on a future podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter at PageH Official or on Instagram at PageH Podcast to let us know what you think. Also, check out our TikToks. Those are pretty cool, too. That said, this was the Pitching Hockey Podcast with Chris and Sam. Have a good day, hockey fans. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.